The following content is for information and entertainment purposes only. The opinions expressed in this episode are those of the participants and do not represent the views of any third-party entities. Welcome to episode 7 in the Flexibility Focus Minisode series. In this installment, I bring you an interview with Donovan Barrett, a martial arts and flexibility coach based out of Tampa, Florida. Donovan is without a doubt one of the best male kickers in the world, and despite popular misconceptions about being born super flexible, he got to that level through sheer hard work and commitment. I hope you enjoy the discussion, and be sure to check out Donovan's accounts on Instagram and YouTube, to which I'll post links in the description box or captions on the respective platforms where I share this interview. So Donovan, welcome to the Flexibility Focus podcast. It's, it's great to have you on here. It's great to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you. Um, so I've followed you for a while and I, I know what you're capable of. Um, and people who watch your channel will see that you're doing these, these crazy kicks. Um, can you tell the audience a bit about your training background and how you first got involved in martial arts? Yeah, so I've been doing taekwondo since i was only seven years old when i was younger i was obsessed with like being a ninja i used to read books all about ninjas and i would run around the house doing that so for christmas my aunt actually got me taekwondo lessons and that was supposed to be like my ninja training lesson and it expanded from there and i just kind of fell in love with it and um i started teaching when i was 14 years old because i just you know i've always been a little bit you know older than my age and um, it's just been my life ever since. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, talking about your flexibility and kicks, have you always been as flexible as you are now or is it something that you've had to work at? Uh, definitely something I had to work out. When I was younger, I, you know, I was never like super stiff, but I couldn't do splits and whatnot. And then I worked to get them and then I lost them again. And then I didn't like start training flexibility again until I was like 17 or 18. And uh, much harder to... Not, I would say it wasn't much harder, but it definitely took more work. It took more discipline to be able to do it. But that's when I really started getting into uh, the proper training for flexibility. Because, you know, if you do it wrong, you're just going to see next to no progress. It's one of those things where you're either you're doing it right or you're doing it wrong. And um, doing it right will unlock the secrets faster than you think. And so I definitely had to work at it. I remember times when I would be stretching for like, I would just be so excited to stretch for 90 minutes because the dojang that I trained at had like an after school program and I was one of the instructors of a core class. I would just be taking every opportunity to work on kicks, work on dynamic and static exercises to, yeah. to, flex, to expand my flexibility. Great. And that's, that's, that's really interesting to hear as well because, um, you know, you are one of the, the best kickers out there, especially from for men. And... Mm-hmm. I think what people tend to think of is they think men are naturally uh, inflexible. So mm-hmm. they might see somebody like yourself who can do these amazing kicks and the splits and be like, oh, do you know what? You were born that way. It's, it, it comes easy to you. But obviously, you know, I, I've read many posts of yours where you said it didn't come naturally to you. So it's really good to hear that perspective. 
Yeah, it really is. And you preach this all the time. It really is just having an understanding of stretching correctly. It's like any kind of exercise or anything in general that you do. If you do it wrong, you'll injure yourself. You'll not see progress. You know, um, that's why, you know, people say practice makes perfect. But I think, you know, correct practice makes perfect, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, looking on your website, you've got a program called Functional Flexibility. Um, can you tell us a bit more about your concept of functional flexibility for people who might not be familiar with that? Yeah, so functional flexibility to me basically means that you're not a wet noodle. If that, that's kind of the term I always use. I had a lot of students coming up who could do go lower in splits than me and have these crazy hyper splits, but they had no strength. And, you know, when they would kick their leg, would just kind of fly up there. And it was because of lack of, you know, dynamic action, lack of, you know, muscle building and stuff like that to combine with. Uh, the static stretching so to me it's an accumulation of everything that i have not only learned and applied to myself but what i teach to my students in person and i wanted to be able to bring that knowledge to all of the awesome people that follow me and um have been a part of my journey and this is that was kind of my way of doing that so i kind of break it down I, it's again we're two sides of the same coin i just kind of i kind of take it and i bring it into a an easy to understand you know step by step i like to use a lot of metaphors and like kind of visual kind of things to help people really understand and uh yeah people are loving it it's helped a lot of people and i'm, and I'm really grateful that something i've made has helped a lot of people see progress they've been looking for for like yeah ever and that's it you know for me the, i always say to people the proof is in the pudding because i think what our industry suffers from is you get a lot of people who are naturally like hypermobile so flexibility comes easy to them they don't have to work at it and they they put out a program which is essentially their, their the stretches that they like to do and they will say you know that this is what i did to get flexible if you follow it too you'll get the same and that's really not the case and what, what your program you know the reviews that you get for your program are you know there's people making progress in weeks and i think that's what people need to understand is that flexibility progress comes quickly if you do it correctly if you do it right and that's what was really important to me because like you said you know people see me and they're like oh but he's just him you know what i mean and that's why it was really important when i created this course i really wanted to get that instant feedback as much as possible because i i knew that it worked i i was fully confident because i applied it to people in person yeah. but it was really exciting when the testimonials started to roll in as the success of the course started to increase so that people can see like hey this is just a person that started just like you and um, it's been really cool because a lot of the testimonials have come from different genders different age ranges and whatnot so I'm, I'm really grateful for that and I'm really actually really excited for your uh, flexibility book that you're working on because I cannot wait to like dive into the more of the scientific terms and like you know really look into the research I absolutely love looking at your post because I'm like oh there's like the evidence, you know, that supports yeah. it. <laughs> uh, that's great. And like I say, you know, this is one of the reasons I'm getting you and other coaches to, co to come on here because, um, you know, I've coached people for years myself, but I think there are people out there doing the, the actual hands-on coaching better than what I do. Uh, and my specialty is the research and the evidence. And I think it's by coming together and collaborating, you know, the, the, the public is just getting a much better deal. Um, people seem to love your podcast I see all the people sharing it and whatnot it's, yeah. it's really cool it's really cool to see awesome awesome yeah so uh, hopefully that book will be out soon so uh, yeah we'll, we'll see what the reaction is but um, uh, if, if you've got someone who's looking to become flexible and they've never stretched a day in their life what's one piece of advice that you would give to them honestly like 
general brain advice, mental advice to me would be just get started and just start moving your body. That's always the thing. You know, if you don't get in the habit of, you know, going into the room every day and put it, dedicating time to this type of training, you will never see progress. But my more, what's the word, practical advice, like targeted towards flexibility development, move and, you know, move with dynamic, stretch with static, move with dynamic and go back and forth. Like I personally, I, there's nothing wrong with this, but I personally don't do like 20 minutes of dynamic and then 20 minutes of static. I'll do five minutes dynamic, five minutes static, five minutes, just going back and forth because you're just getting that constant repetition and then expanding that range of motion with your static stretching and then applying it with the dynamic stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's actually a really good strategy. And then, um bit of a research bomb here but in the research it, it they call it cyclical stretching or cycle stretching where you're going from static to to dynamic static to dynamic and, and it's shown really really good progress with that so that's a bit of a bit of a gem there that's brilliant it makes it makes it a lot more fun too because I, one of the criticisms i hear of flexibility training is that it's boring and i'm like well that's how i know you're not doing it right exactly right. If you're if you're doing it right, it's it's not just, you know, flexibility, you know, you're getting some cardio in there sometimes, you know, you're building strength. It, it's definitely can be as fun as you make it, you know? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So who are some of the people who have inspired you in your martial arts um, and flexibility coaching career? Um, honestly, I take a lot of inspiration from fictional characters like Chun-Li from Street Fighter was like my, one of my main heroes growing up. In the actual martial arts world, the person that I think kind of made me see a broader, under, like a broader um, outlook on martial arts training is Chloe Bruce. Uh, because I was, um, I was probably 17, 18 and someone showed me a video of hers and I was like, oh, this is so much more exciting than like the normal kick the paddles, like get the bag, you know, whatnot. Like you can really like move your leg like that, that's possible. And that really kind of got me studying about flexibility. And, you know, I, I have to give her credit that, you know, without seeing that I may not be where I am today. Yeah, yeah. And Chloe's an interesting case as well because she'll tell you herself that, again, she's one of these people, many, you know, the audience will look at her and say, oh, she's naturally flexible. She's got crazy loose joints. But again, she had to work really hard in her early yeah. stages of training to get what she's got now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love Chloe's stuff. Um, some of her musical forms are absolutely off the charts. Oh, they're so pretty. <laughs> absolutely. Um, so as a prominent member of the LGBT community, I know you probably get more haters than a non-LGBT person like myself would get. Uh, in fact, you know, I've seen some of the comments that you get and, you know, I can't believe people are still putting out hate like that. But to people who are watching or listening who also identify as LGBT and are afraid of starting their own social media channel because they're worried about potential haters, what's some advice you could give them to help overcome that and, and move forward with what they want to do? I feel, okay, so I feel very qualified because I am not someone, I don't have the personality where oh, I just don't care what people think of me. I think all humans, even if they don't like to admit it, care what their peers say about them. Um, for me, it was really hard because I had no blueprint, you know, at least from what I know, I didn't see anybody on YouTube that was, or social media in general, that was a martial artist that was in the LGBTQ community and was, you know, out here doing the thing and building an audience. Um, for me, it just came down to the fact that before I even came out to the world, I was already receiving hate, and I was just like, well, I'm already getting crap. I might as well live my truth. 
And it was honestly a really, it was really scary. I was really worried that like I would never be able to make it in this time because I had never seen anything like this before. Um, but it turns out that there are so many more of us in this community than people realize, but they just, they're silenced because, you know, they're afraid um, and whatnot, and they don't have the audience and whatnot to really own that platform. So for me, I think the thing that I would tell people is you're not alone. You have a community, like everything that I do puts my community, puts everybody, but especially like, you know, my community in mind, like any platform I create is always, there's always the message of everybody is welcome here. Like you're always welcome here. And that's just what I always try to invoke. And um, if you need any help, I always, I'm very responsive to DMs on Instagram and stuff like that. Um, especially when it comes to things like that. So if you need like a lending ear, I always offer that as well. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome advice. Yeah, brilliant. Um, as a person from a mixed background, do you think that the recent events that have taken place in the United States and elsewhere, do you think this is a start of a real shift towards a more equal society? I definitely, I mean, change is already being made. I've seen a lot of companies and a lot of people who have kind of not been, you know, hateful towards people, but they've just been kind of ignoring the problem because it didn't really apply to them and you only know what you know. Mm -hmm. But I think at the very least, this has waken, woken a lot of people up and it, you can't ignore it anymore. Like you can't, the people who are kind of pretending it didn't exist because they didn't want to go there, yeah. you can't do that anymore because it's here. Like it's in your face and you have to deal with it. And it's been really great to see. I've seen a lot of great allyship. I've seen a lot of great, you know, organizations started. There's been change is already being made in different states and whatnot regarding this issue. Um, there's a long way to go, uh, but I do think that real change will come out of this. And the thing that inspires me the most about this whole thing is just showing that human beings still can change things because I think we've been kind of not brainwashed, that's kind of dramatic, but kind of, you know, yeah. to believe that we're helpless, to believe that one person can't do anything, to believe that we don't have the power to change anything in this massive system that's bigger than us. And this, I think, at the very least, disproves that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I feel the same way, I really do. And, uh, you know, I've certainly felt a lot more educated on the subject since, uh, since this whole thing's gone down. And I think it's only for the best, really. Yeah. Um, if you were stranded on a desert island and you could only take one book, one piece of gym kit and one type of food or drink with you, what would you take? One book. Okay, so my book would be Crush It by Gary Vee. Mm -hmm. uh, I, don't, I love Gary Vee. The thing I love about Gary Vee is he gives, he's kind of like me, he gives you principles. You know, he doesn't go super in detail, but he gives you the principle and gives it to you in a way that you will understand. And I'm someone who responds to tough love and he's very tough love, you know? So I love that. Okay. So you said a book and then what else? Uh, a piece of gym equipment. A piece of gym equipment. Definitely a resistance band because I love resistance bands for like kick training and whatnot. I actually, I'm a personal believer that all you need is yourself, your body, and you're in some floor and you're good. But that's my one piece of equipment that I love. And then I can't remember things. From and and one type of food or unlimited amounts, but one type of food or drink. Oh, easy. Coffee. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I've got mine yeah. here as well. <laughs> uh, um, before we finish, Donovan, can you just tell the audience where they can find you online? 
Yeah, so you can follow me personally. I'm Donovan Barrett on all platforms, youtube.com slash Donovan Barrett. My Instagram is Donovan Barrett. But if you want more like targeted advice for like martial arts and flexibility, I do have an Instagram account dedicated towards like specific tutorials and graphics and what, which you can find at Donovan's Dojang. Brilliant. That's awesome. Donovan, honestly, I appreciate your time. If you wanted to, to get in touch with you for a while because I've been following you, your material for a long time. And it's a pleasure to, uh, to actually see you face to face and have this chat. So thank you for your time. It's been awesome. Oh, I'm grateful to be here. This was I was actually really looking forward to this all week. So it's awesome yeah. to be here and meet you. Awesome. We'll have to do it again sometime, hopefully. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Donovan. Take care of yourself. You too. All right.